It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big Saturday of league action. Celtic can go top if they beat Livingston with Dundee United and Hearts looking to keep pace when they play St Johnson and Aberdeen respectively. Ross County v Hibs is off after a Covid outbreak in Jack Ross's camp and Rangers can still end the weekend top when they head to Motherwell tomorrow. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel and Hugh Keevans. Drama everywhere you look today. Celtic could go top. But the satisfaction might only last for 21 hours Can things get any worse for Dundee? They lost five goals at home to Ross County on Wednesday And now they're under pressure in Paisley Aberdeen are on the rebound from a decent result against Rangers Could they be the first team this season to beat Hearts in a league match? And Dundee United have the opportunity to move on to the same number of points as Rangers If they beat St Johnston The St Johnston revival has to start sometime though yeah, the weather may be poor outside, Gordon, but I think the football this afternoon's got to be absolutely terrific. Uh, obviously, the Hibs game missing with Ross County, who will be devastated after that terrific 5-0. But Celtic opportunities, who says, to go top of the league. All eyes will be in Aberdeen Hearts. That's another classic. And St Myrne, Dundee. Dundee, James McPake's coming under a little bit of pressure. Exciting afternoon. Yeah, looking forward to a quarter season now. Been and gone And everyone's had a look at each other And the table is starting to take shape And an important and big day For Ange Postacoglu and Celtic A chance to go top He's clawed his way back into this uh, And his team's playing well And a great opportunity Albeit might only be for a day or so And Dundee at the end of the table Against St Mirren Jim Goodwin will fancy that one today But a big day for James McPay Yeah a lot of good games Gordon I think the game of the day for me Will be Aberdeen versus Hearts Undefeated You know Aberdeen's had a good week uh, Some good results for them Dundee United versus St Johnson Tayside encounter St Mirren's got an opportunity To go into the top six Game of the day in the championship Also Thistle versus Inverness Cali Thistle Yeah some cracking fixtures Down the divisions as well We've even got some Scottish Cup ties We're going to be tidying up uh, those as well Some replays The Bankies Hugh All the way up to Elgin uh, This afternoon 433 so. mile ah, round trip For the paper hankies Go uh, on Yeah lots to look forward to This afternoon So sit back and enjoy You can stay in touch All afternoon on Twitter At Clyde SSB And of course The open line will be here After the games For you to get Whatever you need to Off your chest Let's go to Celtic Park A big incentive As the guys have been saying For the home team They welcome Livingston today And Andrew McLean Is there for us Yeah well, you think it would be a big incentive for Celtic today, but Ange Postacoglu is saying that's not something he's concerning himself with at all. He's more focused on continuing their good run of form that's seen them get closer and closer to Rangers. Five wins on the bounce in all competition, and that opening half hour against Hibs midweek will surely be the standard they're looking to replicate today. There was some lovely flowing attacking football in that game, especially between the front three, but there's big changes in that area today. As for Livingston, they've picked up in the last couple of weeks after a stuttering start to the season. Two wins and a draw in their last three. They've put a wee bit of daylight between themselves and the bottom two and they even had a Celtic fan on Super Scoreboard last night telling them exactly how they should approach this game Robbie telling Marvin Bartley they need to come out and have a go at Celtic not sure if Robbie will be too pleased though because Levy are changing to a back five for this one today as for team news well three changes for Celtic 
Tom Rockets drops out with an injury, Mikey Johnson out, and interestingly, Kyogo Furuhashi only on the bench for them today. In come Beaton, Abada, and Giacomakis. So it's Joe Hart who starts in goal. The back four Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter Vickers, Carl Starfelt, and Josip Juranovic. The midfield three near Beaton, Callum McGregor, and David Turnbull, Leila Bada, and Jota, either side of Yorgos Yakimakis. The substitutes for Celtic today, Bain, Welsh, McCarthy, Montgomery, Johnston, Kyogo and James Forrest, who is back in the Celtic squad for the first time since the 18th of August. As for Livingston, three changes for them today. Williamson is suspended. He drops out. Pittman and Forrest as well uh, drop onto the bench. In come Parks, Omionga and Shinny. So it's going to be a 5-3-1-1 for them today. Max Stryek in goal. The back five, Nicky Devlin, Ayo Obelai, Jack Fitzwater, Tom Parks and Sean Kelly. The midfield three, Jason Holt, Stefan Omionga and Odin Bailey with Andrew Shinny just in behind Bruce Anderson. The substitutes for Livingston, Mealy, Longridge, McMillan, Jacobs, Montano, Forrest and Paniotu. The referee for this one at Celtic Park today is Bobby Madden. Go on then, Hugh Keevans. What do you make of the headline team news that Yakumakis leads the line and Kyogo We'll start on the bench Well the same caller Robbie Who last night told Marvin Bartley How Livingston should play against Celtic Also ended his call by saying He would have left Kyogo on the bench And started with Giacomacus So he has been proved to be A man of some foresight I'm trying to remember That when Kyogo Signed for Celtic It was at the end of the J-League season He's had a lot of football the Japanese season over and he's played a third of the Scottish league season. So I assume that is at the back of Ange Postacoglu's mind. But for me, a Celtic side minus Tom Rogic because of injury and minus Kyogo Furuhashi is a Celtic side reduced in attacking flair. Mark Wilson, I don't think anyone would pretend that Celtic aren't a better team with Kyogo in it. Um, so, you know, that's that's clearly... Um, the way they would line up if it was a, a must-win game and, and all the rest of it. But as Hugh says, he has played a lot of football. You're trying to get Giacomakis some game time as well. Does it make sense? Yeah, I think it does. I think you you do have to manage Kyogo. Um, Hugh's right in pointing out that he's he's had a lot of football in this calendar year. And that's what a manager has to do. He has to have options first and foremost to be able to do it. And Giacomakis coming in the other week there and scoring a goal will do him the world of good. So... Today's a good opportunity You know, away at Easter Road I think you need your full squad Right away You need to get the result first and foremost But today, against Livingston at home There's plenty of quality there Plenty of pace in the side And Jack Marcus And to lead the line I think it's a good call this afternoon Yeah, I agree uh, with, the, with the guys are saying, Gordon uh, When we heard the team news coming through I thought it was good management You, you listened to uh, Big Ange through the week And he says he wanted to give uh, Rogic a rest he may well have had that in the back of his mind. He's played a lot of games. He's been away with Japan also. So it's just a, a, a bit managing your squad as well. And you also get minutes into Yakimatis' uh, legs. So I, I think it's good management. They have to get the result and put the pressure on to Rangers tomorrow. Uh, Gordon, if you're looking for other talking points, I guess the bench would be an interesting place to start because James Forrest is back. Celtic fans have been looking forward to his return. Uh, James McCarthy's on there as well, incidentally. Yeah, I think that's terrific news for uh, anyone concerned at uh, Celtic. I'm a big Forest fan. I think he brings so much to the team, Gordon. I think he can create goals. I think he can score goals. He takes you up the pitch. I just think he's a terrific football player. Um, but he knows that he'll have to work hard to get back into the side because of the forum that guys are in. Abad is in this afternoon. Mikey Johnson's coming back in, uh, playing particularly well as well. So there's good competition there. But for me... 
Out of everyone I think Forrest a big player For Celtic With his experience How big a blow Hugh In general Not necessarily only for today Is that absence of Tom Rogic It doesn't look like It's going to be hugely Long term But it's The reason I ask it Is a compliment to him He's been very effective recently Yeah Under Ange Postacoglu He has been reborn At Celtic Park There were stories Of him leaving Last season uh, But since uh, Postacoglu came into the club Bearing in mind that he once coached The Australian national team Of which Tom Rogic is a part uh, He's really Rediscovered his top form However, injuries Make it impossible for him to play today And Beaton will come in And do the holding role And Callum McGregor will go forward And in McGregor you have someone Who at Easter Road uh, Was a constant threat On Wednesday night the solution to Tom Roach's absence yeah. is to bring Near Beaton into the team. Does that mean Callum McGregor plays Steps a bit forward further one. forward? And what do you make of that as as yeah. that solution? Is that the, is that the best replacement? Is that the best contingency? Yeah. I just I think it shows the flexibility of uh, Callum McGregor. You know his general range of play. You know he can slow it down. He can speed it up. He's, he can pick a pass. He can score goals to the edge of the box. He's looking to probe as well. So. I just think the importance of him, you know, he's obviously taken up the captain's armband this year as well. And I think he's really kind of stood up to that task. Now, we talk about, oh, is he a leader? But the way that that boy plays the game and the rest of the boys look up to him, he, he's thriving at the moment. Uh, the, the beauty of this show is we allow these things to be possible. We had Livingston assistant Marvin Bartley in the studio last night, Mark Wilson. A Celtic fan phones him and tells him how to says, look... Don't just come and sit behind the ball Come and have a go <laughs> It was brilliant It was a great moment yeah. Um, yeah I was listening Will he be disappointed Do you think <laughs> This afternoon I think he will I mean I was listening to the show last night And I did have a laugh at that It was pretty Pretty unique To have that on the show The assistant manager Being told by a Celtic fan How he wants them to set up To be entertained um, Look that's up to Celtic To go out and produce entertainment But Livy have a job to do, you know, and they've chose to change the way they play. And I think, quite right, you know, that you can't go and just open up against this Celtic side with the pace of Abada, the creativity of Jota, McGregor, Alex was just touching on there, and Jackie Marcus up front. Um, so it's going to be incredibly difficult. Uh, David Martindale has uh, opted to play this different way and hopefully uh, for him, he, he would suspect he would get a point. Okay, let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. In the context of the fact that it's at home and, you know, on our pitch, obviously playing there on the artificial changes the game a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think we've, you know, we've progressed as a team since then. So, and, and that's the key for us is that we keep evolving and, and progressing. But, um, you know, still be a difficult game. We'll still have challenges within that game. And as we've done for the last few, we've just got to find the solutions out there while we're playing the game. And, you know, we know where the solutions exist and we just got to make sure we, you know, we perform at the levels we have been and hopefully better because, um, you know, on any given game day, if you're not, you know, if you come up just expecting to, to even at home, to get three points just by going out there, uh, it won't happen. So, I mean, that's our main focus. What a week it's been for Dundee. Battered 5-0 at home by Ross County during the week. And they are in Paisley this afternoon So is Fraser Wishart Fraser Yeah just looking at James McPake uh, Trackside looking quite calm Quite relaxed Chatting away to everybody Here at Simmon Park But you're right It's been an awful week 
for Dundee and they play against St Mirren who are actually undefeated in their last six games in all competitions against Dundee so on paper it looks like the ideal game for St Mirren to continue the pretty decent good run defeat last Sunday here against Rangers the only defeat in the last eight league games four draws three wins since they lost heavily at Celtic Park and with the Hibs game postponed win today would see St Mirren jump to fifth place at least for 24 hours till Mother will play tomorrow but I think Jim Goodwin he's not daft he'll be wary of the reaction from Dundee to that awful 5-0 midweek home defeat to Ross County a win would have had the Dens Parkers 7 points ahead of the Dingwall Club but the defeat of course means that they are just 1 point ahead of Ross County at the bottom of the table and James will be hoping that his players will be hurting and they'll come out fighting today he has dropped both Lee Griffiths and Jason Cummings to the bench today and he'll be looking for Killian Sheridan and Paul McGowan up front to do the goal scoring but they'll need to be sharp at the back as well because Simon are actually playing really well and some good football although they had to come back from two down in midweek at Fir Park for that controversial penalty retake the stats actually showed that St Mern played really well they had 23 shots 10 in target and 67% possession and apparently played really well during the 90 minutes and plus the bonus that Eamon Brophy has hit a good goal scoring streak as he sometimes does supported by Conor Ronan settled into that attacking midfield role Jamie McGrath out today but Ronan will step into that role a great goal last Sunday a couple in a win here against Aberdeen a few weeks ago so I think today it might depend on how fragile Dundee's confidence is with St Mern real favourites. Not sure of many goals, but a really exciting and interesting game ahead. Unsurprisingly, from that good performance in midweek, St Mern are unchanged in their 3-4-1-2 formation. Jack Anakin goals, Joe Shocknessy, Conor McCarthy, Marcus Fraser at the back, Kel McAllister, Alan Power, Ryan Flynn, Scott Tanzer across the middle with Conor Rowan behind the two strikers, Curtis Main and Eamon Brophy. The subs for Saints, Dean Linus, Richard Tate, Charles Dunn, Matt Miller, Greg Kilty, Lee Irwin and Christian Den. Three changes for Dundee. Griffiths and Cummings are joined on the bench by Jordan McGee. In come McCowan, Sheridan and Max Anderson. 4-4-1-1 formations for them. Adam Legends in goals. Cammy Kerr, Lee Ashcroft, Ryan Sweeney and Jordan Marshall at the back. Paul McMullen, Max Anderson, Charlie Adam and Luke McCowan in midfield. And Paul McGowan's push forward to support Killian Sheridan. On the bench for Dundee, Ian Lawler, Liam Fontaine, Jordan McGee, Danny Mullen, Christy Elliott, Lee Griffiths and Jason Cummings. And the referee today at the Smyza Stadium is John Beaton Looking forward to that one What a classic fixture This is Aberdeen taking on Hearts at Pataudry Dave Galloway is keeping an eye on that one Hi Gordon Well Aberdeen have certainly dragged themselves out of the doldrums With a first win in 11 games Beating Hibs last weekend Before their midweek draw with Rangers Two results they can take plenty encouragement from But only time will tell if the tide has turned a really tough test awaits against Hearts, who, as we've been hearing, are the only undefeated team in the Premiership after 11 games. Plenty at stake here for both sides. Victory is vital for the Dons, who are sitting down in eighth place, but a jam Tarts triumph could see them go top, depending on results elsewhere, of course. One change for Aberdeen. Uh, they have uh, Watkins in for Hayes. It's Lewis and goals. At the back, Bates, Brown and McCrory. Midfield, Ojo, Ferguson, McGeoch and Campbell. Up front, Watkins, Ramirez and Hedges. Substitutes, Woods, McGinn, Emmanuel Thomas, Hayes, Gurr, Samuels and Longstaff. As for Hearts, a couple of changes for them. Mackay, Stephen and Cochrane in for Halliday and Mackay. So it's Gordon in goals. At the back, Souter, Halkett and Kingsley. Midfield, Smith, Devlin, Beningamy and Cochrane. Up top, Janelli, Nandwile and Mackay Stephen. On the bench for the Jam Tarts, uh, Stewart, Haring, McNeff, uh, Woodburn, Moore, Halliday and Mackay. And your match 
referee here at Pataudry is Kevin Clancy Dundee United still going well Of course they welcome St Johnston Today Dale Eaton has an eye on that one for us Sam Court says his Dundee United side Can't afford to be going into games Expecting to win But they'll be hoping for a win today As his side unbeaten in seven Face off against Callum Davidson St Johnston With just one win in their last five Both sides coming off one all draws In the midweek And both sides making four changes to those lineups. Dundee United have Peter Pollitt Omari Niskanen Keaton Freeman and Declan Glass dropping to the bench meanwhile St Johnston have Dendonkor Murray Davidson Brown and Stevie May dropping to the bench and Dundee United lineup as follows in goals it's Benjamin Seacrest with a back four of Scott McMahon Charlie Mulgrew Ryan Edwards and Kerr Smith in midfield we have Dylan Levitt Ian Harks Jando Fuchs and Louis Apre. Nicky Clark and Logan Chalmers as your front three and on the bench is Jack Newman, Elmari Niskanen, Peter Pollitt, Florent Hotty, Declan Glass, Kieran Freeman and Maxime Biamu and St Johnston are Xander Clark in goals with Muller, Gordon and Makar as the back three. Booth and O'Halloran and wing-backs with Bryson, McPherson and Ali Crawford in midfield and a front two of Glenn Middleton and Chris Kane on the bench, Elliot Parrish, F.A. Ambrose Rhys Devine, Murray Davidson, Stevie May, Etu Vertanen and Jordan Northcroft and today's referee is Grant Irvin. Now we did have one other game on the schedule but it's off Ross County against Hibs confirmed this morning it's been postponed due to positive Covid tests in the Hibs camp. Um, Fraser Wisher, it's been a while since I brought you in as our Covid expert. Are you still comfortable with that? <laughs> yeah. Well, compared to those in the studio, then Em is an expert, but yeah, crack on. Well, you've not, you've not got any choice, by the way. It was a loaded question. There, there was no option for you. Um, it is an interesting one, Fraser, because we kind of hoped, I guess, that, that we had seen the back of this type of thing. Um, the news coming out this morning um, that two positive tests within the, the Hibs camp, a number of close contacts. And therefore they do not have enough players to take part in the game this afternoon. What do you make of it? Yeah, it's a strange one. I mean, like you, I thought we'd maybe get over the worst of it all, but it just shows you COVID is is still around. And in in general, clubs are still quite strict with their protocols. I know that the GRGs allowed them to to do their own thing rather than being rules from the from the SFA, from Hamden, so uh, it's the clubs are there. Uh, from what I understand is that it's, it's on, been on the way up in the bus, you know, they've done tests and two players have tested positive, so yeah, of course if it had been a home game then I'm sure they would have been able to get some players to the ground to play the game, but I, th- I just think it's impossible to get more players up because if you're on a bus like that then you, you're deemed to be a close contact, so half the team or half the squad travelling to Dingwall would have would have been out, so uh, you know, a real a real problem for, for, for the game sometimes, but uh, thankfully it's very rare and it's the only way we can do it, we're going to have to do this for quite some time, we we'll have to live with this COVID and from time to time there'll be, there'll be problems here I, I just hope there's no action against them or whatever else, I think it's just one of these things that happens in football. Yeah, I mean I've seen a lot of stuff Fraser along the lines, well hold on a minute we, we've had COVID cases before and, and we still had to play games and so on but I, I suppose it is important to remember this game's in Dingwall, so Hibs travelled yesterday and it's only after this morning's testing that the positive tests were returned. So I'm speculating a bit here because I don't know the exact number, but let's say Hibs take a playing squad of 18, right? It'll be there or thereabouts for a game like that in the current climate. Two test positive, you're down to 16. And even if you've got four or five close contacts, which may be more if it's due to the bus, you are down to a number which is unsuitable to, to play the match. Yeah, is, is that roughly how you think it's played out? Yeah, clearly. I mean, I think if you've got 13 players who are available, you have to play the game. And let's be honest, you only need 14 because you only put three subs on. 
So something like that must have happened. I, I don't know the exact details. I, like yourself, I've been told it happened this morning during the testing, which is good because it's keeping everybody safe. There's regular testing going on, and it means that people are not going into a dressing room or going to a football ground no, not knowing that they've got COVID when, when they have. So I think it is one of these unique things, uh, uh, Gordon. You couldn't ask players who have not prepared for the game, you know, been sitting in the house, maybe going out last night or whatever else, to all of a sudden make a trek to turn up at Dingwall for, you know, for half past two or something like that. That would be just be, just be wrong. And I think it's the distance thing. If it had been a game that was at home, then Hibs could have, could have phoned up a few of the reserve players in the area and said, right, listen, come along. So to me, it sounds like it's just one of these one of these things. But thankfully, it's rare. And I think over the piece over the last 18 months, football clubs and players and everybody else have been pretty good at, at keeping COVID at bay. However, Fraser, does this lead us on to maybe the first big example of uh, a vaccination debate within players in, in Scottish football? Because... It's been bubbling away in the background But as I understand it And I think as most people understand it There are clearly a number of close contacts There today for Hibs who've returned Negative tests If they were fully vaccinated They would no longer be considered close contacts And would be able to play the match yeah, well, I think there was uh, certainly a push from clubs a number of months ago and from ourselves as well to say to guys, listen, you've got to respect each individual decision, but uh, here's the situation, you know, if, if you don't get vaccine or double vax, then you'll not be able to have showers. We get a lot of complaints at the Union about not showering and travelling to games and being absolutely freezing, you know, especially the lower league clubs travelling long distances, you know, up in their cars, etc. And that was the message we were saying to them was, well, listen, if more, the more people get vaccinated, the more chance the regulations have. Have been loosened and uh, the, the GRG decided. I think a lot of complaints from some clubs that uh, it's up to the clubs now themselves as to what they do with the protocols, with travelling, etc. And clubs are still travelling separate buses. It's still a huge cost to them. They're still paying for testing to a huge cost as well. So it's still a cost of Scottish football. But um, from what I gather, the, the levels of vaccination are getting better and better, Gordon. So, so hopefully that's good news for the game. Yeah, hopefully. Clearly, still a bit of a way to go, though. Let's park that for the moment. We'll get all the guys involved and look back on some of the week's biggest talking points next. As it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Half an hour away from big kickoffs up And down the leagues in Scotland We do have that one game uh, off Because of Covid in the Premiership um, We always look back at this time On a Saturday and some of the week's biggest talking points And I suppose Alex The game at Ibrox Really on, on Wednesday forms part of that Because Rangers go again tomorrow They will take on Motherwell in a, a strange place and at the top of the league which yeah. is a very good place but to many Rangers fans it doesn't feel like they're in, they're in a good place at the moment Stephen Gerrard's had a bit of a bite back yesterday and say we've lost one league game in 50 you know what, what's the problem <laughs> but we've got fans on this phone in regularly saying no but something's not missing we keep waiting for the spark and yeah. it's not there and so on what did you make of the other night? Uh, I think it was uh, synonymous of the way they've started games You look back to St Mirren last week God, 20-25 minutes, St Mirren's dominated They conceded two goals the other night And for me, we talk about cheap goals You know, Aberdeen's clearly done their homework They've, they've put a high press early doors Schoolboy stuff to get caught out uh, in the manner where they did James Tavernier doesn't track the runner for the second goal And they find themselves two goals down, Gordon and, and even then, I'm still looking for somebody to grab the game By the scruff of the neck I know my old pal Chris Boyd said a wee pop at one or two in the media today, but I will throw it out there. Out of the whole squad on the back of last year, who's actually playing at the levels mm-hmm. uh, that they were last year? So I think uh, across the board, they're struggling to get it. I think they're struggling for pace at the top end of the pitch. Uh, they're really missing Ryan Kent because he gives you something different. He can drive at people, he can commit people. 
Uh, and I just think in the middle of the part as well, they're pretty laboured in the way they pass the ball. It's very slow, and it allows the opposition to get back in. So I don't think. Uh, and I listened to Stephen Gerrard yesterday as well. He's saying one, and that's that's factual. You know, one defeat in fifty is pretty good going. But when you're looking to set standards like Stephen Gerrard does, we always talk about the standards. Last year was incredibly high. But when I look at where they are now, I still think they've got a hell of a long way to get to where they were. So is that why some fans are right to be, I don't know if concerned is even the right word, but because if you've got one or two players who've, who've dropped their level fine, but, but you're saying you feel like across the board there's, there's no one or, or hardly anyone who's playing at the same level. So is is that a concern? How, how does that happen? How do you put your finger on that? Well, cl- clearly they're not gelling the way they were last year. They don't have the fluency. Uh, we often talk about teams having rhythm. I don't quite see uh, them having it there. But the one thing we can say, and we often spoke about this over the time that Celtic were very dominant, just prior to Rangers winning the league, and they're grinding out results at times. You know, even that point the other night, I was thinking to myself, that was really poor. Uh, overall, I thought Rangers won the great the other night. And you think, how important could that point be at the end? Because you're trying to look at positives. They're not losing games. But they have to go on a run, Gordon, of games now. This all culminates in good form by Celtic. And, and we often talk about, uh, you know, the importance of looking across the road. We, you hear managers going, oh, we're not interested with them. Believe me, they do. And when Celtic are starting to kind of get a, a bit of momentum going now, it clearly puts pressure back mm. on across the road. I mean, Hugh, though, football, there are teams up and down or across the globe at any level of football that would settle for being in so-called poor form but but still being top of the league. I think Stephen Gerrard was perfectly entitled to drop that stat in yesterday. Uh, I think to some degree, this is a manufactured controversy. The the Rangers last season at Ibrox were invincible. However, this time they've dropped six points there. Uh, Rangers all over last season lost 13 league goals. A British record Now they've lost 10 In 11 games So that's not good either However I'm trying to come at it From a, a positive perspective That We've got a healthy Competitive league Where teams mm. are capable Of taking points off Rangers But When I say Manufactured controversy You would really think There was something Really yeah. bad Going on at Rangers and, and I cannot For the life of me Work out what that is I get that right If, if I open this show And I say Rangers are in crisis Give us your calls We've manufactured that controversy But how can you How can we tell Rangers fans Who who spend lots of money And lots of time Invested in the team And follow them everywhere And go to games And they're the ones that are saying Something's not right Something's missing It's a bit flat I can't put my finger on it How can we tell them That they're manufacturing that? I think Alec makes the point uh, About Celtic uh, Under Ange Postacoglu When Celtic went to Aberdeen the talk was they could drop into the bottom six today. They could go nine points behind Rangers. And neither thing happened. And today they can go above Rangers, albeit it might only last for 21 hours. Uh, and I think that has got under the skin of some Rangers supporters. Others are able to be a little more relaxed about it and to understand that in a competitive league, this will happen. Come on then, Fraser Wishart, you're the voice of reason. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to agree with Hugh Keevans. Goodness me. Um, I think Hugh's point I was going to make, I think it's a bit of both. I don't think Rangers have hit the standards. and I don't know if it's a controversy, I think it's valid. I think talking about uh, Alec Ray's point earlier, about the number of players, maybe only Joe Rebo's hit any kind of like at the form that he can. Ryan Kent's been out injured, but wasn't playing brilliantly beforehand. Morelos just off, off it. These are the guys who go and win matches for... Rangers last year and I think it was such a huge effort, a huge season for Rangers 
as a club for the supporters, you know, the, the ten-a-row possibility that Celtic would have, and, and they were brilliant, and they just haven't hit those standards. But on, on the other hand, there is also the factor that what clubs are better, Motherwell are better. So I'm looking at Simon, who haven't taken any points off the old firm, but you know, last weekend I thought they were unlucky not to get a point. If they kept it one 0 to half time, who knows what would have happened? Uh, Dundee United have been excellent. Hearts are back in the league, playing really well, and that's good for Scottish football it's not good when Rangers and Celtic are miles and miles ahead I think we discussed that a couple of weeks ago they will win the league one of them and they will be a number of points ahead of third place but it will be cl- much much closer than, than, than people would have predicted so uh, yeah if Rangers aren't playing particularly well and they're top of the league then it's maybe no, not a bad thing because they will kick on at some point and they'll find that form but they need to do it pretty soon because there's a few teams now Ange Postecoglou for me is very impressive, really like him a lot and I think he's handled the whole situation brilliantly and Celtic are on their tail so an exciting few months coming up for Rangers and for Celtic. I suppose only time heals this though Fraser because you're right and everybody's right, how could you not be? Rangers are top of the league, you can shrug your shoulders and say what's the fuss. I would imagine for any of the Rangers fans out there who are a little bit concerned that's not because they haven't realised that they're top of the league, it's because they fear that they won't be in two or three weeks time. Yeah, and I think it's also important to judge the level of criticism. You know, sometimes people in football can get a bit prickly about any kind of criticism. Nobody's gone over the top than any of the I've heard, you know, and demanding heads and demanding this and demanding that. But I think Rangers fans are just a wee bit concerned over just the, the, the lack of, of, the, of the spark, the lack of the kind of vitality that was in their team last year, the pace that they went at teams as well, and taking teams apart. And I think that's a valid criticism. But so is, so is Team Jared to say, listen, okay, we're having a blip here, we're not playing at our best, but we've earned that, you know, and they did, they earned that last season with their fantastic performances to, to, to win the league but uh, we're now getting into this is the, the, the second round of fixtures you know, so we're getting to a really critical stage in the season and Rangers early in the season you know, they were way ahead of Celtic and they could have increased that gap but uh, they now realise they've got a fight on and during the week you know, getting back to, to get a point there just shows you that there's no walkovers for, for Rangers very few walkovers for Rangers this season Alex in terms of how you I was going to say fix this Stephen Gerrard would say it's not broken so, you know, It doesn't need fixed How you improve things then um, He has been bemoaning a lack of consistency and continuity with team selection yeah. For a number of uh, reasons Now clearly with the forward line It looks like he, he sort of tried to do that The midfield doesn't change too much You know, Kamara was suspended And Davis doesn't play all the time now Lundstrom, all the rest of it Is that a few? Is that how many games in a row? Three I think with the same front line, Hadji, Roof, Morelos. Yeah, that's so, right. So, yeah. You know, you're, you're trying for some consistency there. There's rarely consistency in the back line. How do you find the balance between, right, we want more continuity, we want consistency, so we're going to play the same team, but, oh, hold on, these guys aren't firing the way we want them to, so we need to try something different. You can't do both of those at once, so where's the balance? <sighs> well, it's very difficult, Gordon, because uh, you mentioned the back line there. Borna Barisic has been in and out, and even when he has been in, his, his form hasn't been... I think he's out tomorrow, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's out as well. So in, in terms of that kind of continuity you like at the back, uh, that won't be there. Uh, there's been chopping and changing uh, in the middle of the park, as you rightly said. Steve Davis has been in, he's been out. Kamara's been suspended. So there's been moments where they haven't been able to go with that strongest team. Then you have the goalkeeping issue as well. It's been chopped and changed. You're not quite sure who the number one is there. So I look at Celtic, uh, Gordon, and I look at their team and it very rarely changes. And that's partly down to the they're playing their strongest 11. I think they need to get back to basics. They have to play what he thinks the strongest team, try and grind out some results. And then when you go on a run of games, you can start mixing and matching. That, as I said earlier on, I think Kent missing is, is a massive blow for them because he's a real pace through the middle. I think also Morelos has dipped in form for me. 
uh, you know, I know that uh, Stephen Gerrard uh, had a go at him twice uh, and he did get a goal out of him. But for me, he's still not scoring as often as he should for Rangers. And, you know, if I hear any more about his win cup play, uh, you know, he's there to score the goals and he's not doing it often enough. He's, his link up play certainly improved, Hugh. Um, he said I, he didn't want to hear any more. No, I, I, I just threw that in there. I wasn't even caring. But <laughs> I do I do agree. I think it's a bigger picture for the Rangers supporters. I agree with what the boys are saying here. Yeah, you can't argue how good they've been. You can't argue that they're in a semi-final. You can't argue they're top of the league. But the way they're playing, they're giving teams goals at start. They're dropping points at Ibrox that was never known uh, last year. And if they continue, that's 11 games. Now, I keep hearing this about this switch. Oh, eventually they'll kick into gear. The biggest problem for Rangers support is simple for me. If they don't kick into gear, in the next 11 games, the way Celtic are going, they will not be top of the league. No, listen, I agree with that. I can back to Hugh's point in terms of Morelos. I think it's fairly evident his performances haven't warranted. I think he needs to do a little bit more on the pitch as well, a, bit, a little bit more graft. Get back to that nasty streak where he was kind of ruffling people up. He was going to get infused by that kind of one on one battles. But if you look at his general, we we spoke about. I said a couple of weeks ago he'll go on a run. Oh. He's actually got three goals in his last five games. So in terms, of he's starting to get back to the goals. But I think in these overall performances, he has to improve a little. I think in terms of Rangers as well, just to kind of finish off. Uh, Individually They have to criticism And I think it's right None of their players Have really hit the heights Maybe Joe Rebo Like Fraser yeah. mentioned But maybe they have to reinvent The way they play as well It is very predictable I know Stephen Gerrard Has stuck to the one formation Since he's come in And it's Proved to be successful Especially last season But When teams are better Better equipped Know the way Rangers play Know the way Rangers move you know, maybe the coaching team need to look at that as well and find a way of getting Parson in. We chatted about them maybe going to a back three at the start of season with Parson or Tavernier filling in the right hand side. Maybe that's what it needs, you know. And and you change the way teams set up against you. You get just a, a refreshed about the full club, and uh, and you get better performances. Maybe that's what it takes. But there's no doubt about it that. Well, That's yeah. a big difference I think it's great We're having the debate Yeah, I really do think It's great we're having the debate Because it means that uh, No one is galloping Out of sight uh, You know It was fantastic For Rangers to win The most important title Of all last season The one that stopped Celtic Getting 10 in a row However The team Who finished runner up Was 25 points Behind them And the team Who finished Behind Celtic Were Miles Tailed away off. Yeah so I'd rather Thank you very much If we had a competitive league Gordon we've actually spoke Quite a lot about Middle to front You know the creative players And the players that are not Doing it at the top end of the pitch I think one of the concerns For Steven Gerrard Will be the, the goals at the back You know the manner In which they're losing the goals For a, for a defence That was stingy last year Gave away nothing And then what you're watching now It's actually quite cheap And then they're having to Play catch up And we've all played against Either Rangers and Celtic When you've got that goalie A start it really becomes difficult to overturn that because they're in, uh, infused by that. OK, well, it's Motherwell Rangers tomorrow. We've got big games in the Premiership this afternoon and down the divisions, of course. We will build up to kick off and go back around the grounds next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Gordon Diel, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray are in the studio What a picture I've just seen of you lot oh, Me oh. included as well to be fair on the Twitter feed I'll Maybe I'll get to that a bit later on We've got football to talk first though Celtic against Livingston uh, Just maybe a, a quick recap of the teams Andrew McLean 
Yeah, some big team news from Celtic Park. Of course, we know Tom Rogic is out of this one injured. Mikey Johnson drops to the bench, and so does Kyogo Furuhashi, who isn't in the starting lineup. In come Beaton, Abada, and Giacomakis. So Joe Hart starts in goal for Celtic today. Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Karol Starfelt, and Josip Juranovic are the back four. Callum McGregor near Beaton and David Turnbull, the midfield three, with Leal Abada and Jota either side of Georges Giacomakis. So substitutes Bain, Welsh, McCarthy, Montgomery, Johnson, Kyogo, and James Forrest, who's back in the Celtic squad for the first time since the 18th of August. As for Livingston, uh, three changes for them. Williamson, Pittman and Forrest dropping out. Parks, Omionga and Shinny coming in. So it'll be Max Stryak in goal for them. A back five of Nicky Devlin, Ayo Obelai, Jack Fitzwater, Tom Parks and Sean Kelly. The midfield three, Jason Holt, Stefan Omionga and Odin Belly with Andrew Shinny just in behind Bruce Anderson. The substitutes for them, Mealy, Longridge, McMillan, Jacobs, Montano, Forrest and Paniotu. The referee for this one is Bobby Madden. Uh, so looking forward to that that one Celtic taking on Livingston at Celtic Park chance to go top of course St Mirren up against Dundee uh, Fraser Wishart how much pressure is on James McPake to win uh, after that result the other night because sometimes results are obviously so bad that the spotlight shines uh, even brighter on you is that one of them is, is, is there now increased expectation that they get back to some sort of form quickly yeah, I think you're spot on, Gordon. It was a manner of defeat. It wasn't just a one-goal defeat. It was it was an absolute tanking. Uh, 5-0 at home as well. Your own supporters booing and being very angry at the end of the game. And it was against Ross County. And I said earlier, if they'd won that game, they were sitting seven points ahead of Ross County at the bottom of the table. But now, County, of course, are just one point behind them because of that uh, win. But if you look at their last couple of results before that, last Saturday, they actually drew with Hearts at Tynecastle. You know, Hearts who have unbeaten so far this season and they beat Aberdeen the game before that on the 16th of October 2-1 at Dens Park so it's not as if they're in a disastrous run and remember they, they got up through the playoffs you know they, they, they're only just promoted they're not a team with a whole load of money so I think just staying up at all is an achievement for Dundee this, this year so far I think the big disappointment Lee Griffiths they brought in Lee to, to try and score some goals he's only scored maybe one goal he's on the bench today Jason Cummings hasn't fired either another guy who can play at this kind of level so that, that's a bit of a problem for, for James but he's big enough to say to, to these two big big personalities big players you, you're on the bench today because you're, you're not doing it and uh, he did get the dreaded um, backing from a vote of contest from John Nelms during the week the courier up in Aberdeen had, uh, had a headline about Nelms backing him so when it comes to that that's a big problem for you sometimes because that means that the, the chairman's aware of the pressure but uh, the only problem for James McPake, I think John Nelms really rates him, the problem with James McPake will be if the Dundee fans turn on the board at some point and that would be a problem. But I think it's just a matter of the result that's really cranked up the pressure and I don't think they'll get anything today either. I really fancy St Murn who are, who are in great form to, to pick up all three points today. Uh, forget all of that, Fraser. Have you packed a, a spare hairband so that if Killian Sheridan loses his again, he can borrow yours? Did you hear about this midweek? I did, I did, yes I mean seriously, just when you think Scottish football can't get any more entertaining How does the story go? Dundee are 4-0 down And he is wandering around the halfway line looking uh, for his hairband However, he, the manager can't have been too upset Because he starts today and the other two are on the bench He does start, I know, he's just walking off actually Killian just now, looking very, very hirsute With his big beard as well and uh, his ponytail So hopefully it's tied tight uh, Unfortunately, can't look in my direction. I no longer need a hairband these days. A bit thin on top, so I'm not the man to, to, to help him. But uh, I, I did. I was chuckling when I was listening to it, and I thought, oh my goodness. Can you imagine some of the managers in my day, you're talking about Walter Smith, but some of the other guys that were Tony McLean, Jim Jeffries of this world that I played under, oh, they would go on absolutely tonto if that happened to the other day. I mean, Hugh Evans, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson. I, 
And I forget you Alex Any of you ever Ever lost your hairband During the game No no, I can't even believe you said that to me now. Not a modern I used to have hair longer he than the leaves out, He leaves out Jason Cummings Who scores the equaliser against Hearts last weekend He leaves out Lee <laughs> Griffiths Who was brought to the club to score the goals To keep them in the division And he picks a guy who's looking for his hair back It was quite something Was it 4-0 as well? At the time? Uh, 4-0 I mean uh, Killing shares in uh, You know He's had his funny moments on TV Where he turns up with a jumper And he's quite active in social media But I think that tops it off 4-0 and uh, the manager yeah. wasn't the best place But like you say Can't Gordon The, the manager you. Yeah then picks him Killing's a good player But he needs to be in top of his game Because Dundee need a result this afternoon If Archie Knox had been at Dundee As he once was And this guy had been looking for his hair The police might have been called <laughs> <laughs> We can't condone any acts of violence though Against footballers for losing the hairband We must say uh, Aberdeen taking on Hearts today Dave Galloway You're always our man uh, With your finger on the pulse Of how the locals are feeling in the Granite City a, a bit better about themselves I would imagine After the last two games Yeah absolutely I, I watched uh, the game In midweek um, At Ibrox And you know The team got a Deserved standing ovation From the Eight or nine hundreds um, Strong Red Army And yeah The feeling in the city And the surrounding areas Is it, It's a lot more positive I, You know I think Like I said earlier That you know They can take Encouragement from Much better performances In the last couple of games But you know They, they really need Another good result Don't they Today to, to build some momentum I think the problem For them it, It's plain to see It's keeping a clean sheet uh, They've only done that You know Twice In the last 16 games In all competitions So you know Whoever scores first today I reckon could well hold the key to this one It's going to be interesting because even amidst that poor run that Aberdeen were on Andy Halliday who's regularly on the show always said that he felt outside Celtic and Rangers that the best team Hearts had played was Aberdeen he thought they were very good against them at Tynecastle in spells and that eventually it would come good and everyone was overreacting so maybe we are starting to see that. that I don't know if anyone's overreacting Gordon when you've uh, won one out of the last 12 eight defeats now obviously the last week's been pretty good but I don't think it's an overreaction by no, anyone no, no. I think even the Aberdeen manager would be expecting mm. better Today's pivotal yeah, but I there's a line isn't there between expecting better and I mean, let's be honest People were wanting the manager sacked So you know There has to be There's somewhere in between there I think that, today, given, scale, given no? to quarter to five He yeah. loses today They'll probably yeah. turn on yeah. him again today's, today's pivotal for them Because you know, they, they beat a hip side In the midst of A bad run For Jack Ross's team uh, they, they Did Tremendously well To be two up at Ibrox uh, But they didn't hold on to it And they remain bottom six Today In front of their own people They've got to show that this is a a proper revival in fortunes mm. because, as Gordon says, if you lose, it's the same old stuff then. The other game, of course, Dundee United taking on St Johnston. You can barely fault Dundee United for their start really? to the league season, can you? No, I, th- I have to say, Tam Court, so a lot of people's uh, eyebrows were raised, Gordon, when he came in. Uh, he obviously managed at the lower levels, uh, but he's been brilliant. He's been a breath of fresh air as well. I quite like some of his comments as well. He throws the old cliches out. Uh, he's got the coaching manual at the ready for a for a quote, and uh, but the the one thing for and for his perspective is that the players are buying into what he's doing, and more importantly, they're getting real important results. He's making life difficult for James McPake. That's what he's doing mm. because if you're James McPake and Dundee are on the wrong side of a hammering midweek at home, mm-hmm. and your second bottom of the league, only a point yeah. above the team at the bottom, and the lot across the road, the noisy neighbours across the road. Are cruising And could be on the same number of points As Rangers if they win today 
Tam Courts is making life difficult for James McPake These things do matter don't they Because Marvin Bartley was in last night He's a former Hibs player And he said that Although Hibs are not in a great run of form What's making it worse is Hearts form That just makes it worse You know, if, Close with the territory If Hibs were in this current exact run of form But they were still above Hearts The fans wouldn't be as annoyed that's rivalry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's healthy. Yeah, I do think it's healthy in a city where there's two clubs. Yep, uh, one's down, uh, downturn and fortunes often gets the the other side up. Mm. So the guys are right. Tam Court's doing a terrific job. James McPake, as I keep saying, needs a. You're a not good bad. One of the fives at the minute as well, Willow, aren't you? You oh, know, yes. I'm putting the pressure on you. Bad run at everything. Beat the pundit. <laughs> five sides. Everything. I'm going through a bad patch. I'm, uh, I'm happy. A glory day. A glory day. Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah, wow. you, you, he, this guy's Has achieved ever, something already. Yeah. It's five to three. Also, you have that. Zero, zero ones on the ball. Yep. It is Halloween, by the way. Where is his tracksuit? We must have one somewhere that we can get on. Just quickly, even just for a quick photo. Zero play, player zero zero one. Right, we've got big games coming up. The three o'clock kickoffs are next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Come on then you four Give us another set of Hopeless predictions We've got Aberdeen Hearts Celtic Livy Dundee United St Johnston St Mirren Dundee And sadly due to Covid No Ross County Hibs What's it looking like Hugh? Celtic to beat Livingston St Mirren to beat Dundee Aberdeen to beat Hearts And The wheels come off Dundee United Draw with St Johnston um, I'm going Celtic To go top of the league tonight uh, I'm going St Mirren I'm going Aberdeen Hearts draw And I'm going for an away win At Tannadice for St Johnson Wow, wow that's wow. a big shout Okay Mark Wilson oh. Yep I'm going to go Celtic to win St Mirren to win And a draw And the other two I'm going to go for a Livingston win today boys <laughs> oh, oh, I was just trying to get your attention No I'll go for Celtic uh, Home win Top of the league after uh, Play today St Mirren to draw Aberdeen to draw with Hearts And Dundee United Because producer Callum's got all the coffees Lined up already <laughs> Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Book your face fit and mask service online now. So we're getting underway in the three o'clock games around about the country. Lots to look forward to. Already, already a talking point at Celtic oh. Park. What are you lot waving at? Well, Yakimatis tries to do an overhead kick. Uh, the ball ricochets up into the air for a tumble shot. Gordon he tries to do an overhead kick. Clearly a foul, rather dangerous, and I think it was a badder come in with the the rebound. But as we're looking at this overhead kick. Doesn't quite catch anyone But I think high feet Was given for the The foul though I, I mean If Abada puts sure. that In the back of the net And that's ruled out For that then I'd be amazed Because doesn't the Livy player Bundle into his Own teammate Yeah Yeah And I don't think Yakimakis even makes Much contact with any of them But um, It's an incredible chance Right away Abada should have put it In the net Regardless Good start from Celtic uh, yeah it's been Well lively Only a minute gone No goals to tell you About yet There was a full time Score down the road If you're interested Leicester nil, Arsenal 2 That was the early game In the English Premier League So we're all set up For an exciting Saturday You can stay in touch All afternoon on Twitter At Clyde SSB Or you can Wait patiently And join us on the open line A bit later on As well Livy are trying to come forward As that ball goes back to Joe Hart It's fire back to him Dear me Um, Carl Starfelt Not giving his goalkeeper Much of a chance I think it comes off Joe Hart's shin And out for a corner I'm not sure It's entirely Starfelt's fault 
Joe Hart has to be better than I that. Starfield shins it back to him though first. It, doesn't it does. It? It's not an ideal ball back. It's bouncing. But I think Hugh's right. I think Hart just has to put his laces through that. I think he tries to be quite clever and play it side footed on the half volley, and it kind of comes off his shin. So first corner to Livy. I say it all the time. He's not comfortable with the ball at his feet, and he just proved it. For me, he's proved it once again. I actually don't think he's that bad. Uh, I know mm, he, he, he occasionally gives a lot of mistake, but I don't think he's that bad. I think I've seen a lot worse out there. I think the most important thing is he can keep the ball out of the net. He's better than what they've had in the last uh, agreed, few years. Agreed, yeah. Um, he made big saves at big times against Hibs. At yeah, he's a good goalkeeper, Hugh. There's no doubt about it. I know there's question marks asked when he come in, but uh, you look at Celtic's defensive record in the league, uh, only Dundee United are the same, so he's obviously doing the business. Uh, right, let's get this first half teaser up and running, Hugh. Are you ready? I am. The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals, pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Name the last five players From Celtic and Rangers In other words I'm looking for ten names here Name the last five players From Celtic and Rangers To play in a league game And have the letter Z In their surname So I'm looking for the last five players from Celtic and Rangers to play in a league game and have the letter Z in their name. The letter Z if you're an American listening to this programme. Wow, looking for ten answers this afternoon. So you're going to have to be quick, but you have to get them right as well. So think carefully and send us the ten names on one tweet to at Clyde SSB. It is a race. You do need to beat everyone else, so do not hang around. Ah, oh, Hugh, I'm afraid to tell you the Seagulls have gone in front already. Eh, gone behind already. Oh, Liverpool won Brighton nil. Jordan Henderson. At four minutes on uh, the clock. Sorted out by Man City last weekend. I fear that Clippity will be uh, too much of them today. Uh, can I just point out that you lot are on Twitter looking absolutely magnificent, spectacular? Uh, I've never seen the likes before. So we've tweeted a picture. Producer Callum's been busy on Photoshop, or maybe not. And it's you lot, us lot, uh, dressed up as the, the Adams family. <laughs> And it really has to be seen to be believed Gordon DL You've got off Lightly You're you're Gomez You're in the middle You've got the pinstripe suit on I, I And the 80s before, Sort yeah. of buffong I've seen it before I come on I'm quite happy with that Alex Ray I must admit Lots of people are just saying That you've not been photoshopped Well that was actually Uncle Quite the Fester same With, with the big bald Andrew. head that, That's uh, Andrew's attire isn't it <laughs> Big Andrew's looking at Like he's locked up the back Alison's there as Morticia What's what's the what's the boy's name? Pugsley or something? Is that what I am? Pugsley over in the corner. Mark Wilson, you're quite creepily sitting on Alex Ray's knee. I think I've been a bit short your, your, your Wednesday Adams, you're sitting on Alex Ray's knee. My personal favourite, Andrew McLean as Lurch is close, but Hugh Keevens as the old granny in the middle is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Typecasting. So if you want to head over there uh, to at Clyde SSB, you can see it. And I've been saving this, been saving it all afternoon, but after weeks and weeks We've done it We've got him Take a look to your right gentlemen There he is Player 001 In his tracksuit For Halloween He's there We gave it the big build up A few weeks ago An uncanny likeness To the old man from Squid Game And we have Got him his tracksuit How does he look? He actually looks like him I told you I thought facially But see with the tracksuit uh, That is 
tailor made for him. He's obviously off to the bingo tonight with that one. My, my All oldest, he's missing is wee marbles. My well, oldest, he's probably got them. My oldest grandchild, Maria, now only refers to me as 001. We'll need to get this picture put on Twitter. We've, you know what, uh, we've got I sushi the, and it fits you. I think it's there actually. I think it's on Twitter already. He's there in the tracks. Player 001. An uncanny, uh, uncanny resemblance, I must admit. And by the way, whilst we're on that, we're looking for, since it is Halloween weekend, Scottish football's scariest players, right? Let's see what we can come up with uh, on that. Lots of people are just um, throwing some in there that are a bit, um, a bit unpolite. We don't think we can get through some of these. Uh, some are, some are quite funny. I must admit. Again, Alex, you're just getting lots of stick on here. Um, I must admit, yeah, you They're really all are. haters, Gordon. It's, um, it's just jealousy. What else have we got here? It's just jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> the bald, e- the bald eagle standing there oh, saying it's just jealousy. I guess I'm nowhere it does. Honestly, the keyboard warriors, I love them. Do your job. Do your job has gone for uh, David Dodds, he says, for scariest player. How long did you need to put a mask on? I was just going to say, the, JP, JP has sent in, this guy was scary, and he sent a picture of your old pal. Oh, I'm telling oh, yeah. you, by the way. Really? Honestly, he was frightening. I've told you, I've told you this before. Vinnie Jones, Steve, guys that were hard. When we tell we stood in that tunnel, you just knew that they were shaking in their boots. No, no, the thing about that, I, I knew Terry well. Nicest guy you'll ever meet. He's magnificent. Life. He's a great guy. Yeah. All, all the headbangers were, in my experience. The, Good the, guys. The, yeah. Oh, Thanks man. very much. John Brown, great guy. Uh, Bobo Baldi. Ooh. Patrick McCafferty's gone just for some strong pun game. He's gone Ian Freight, Phantom Boyd, and Timu Spooky as ex Celtic players. Let's see where he's going. <laughs> yes. Uh, Timu Pookie wasn't scary, though. Got to no. be the opposite. Mm. Uh, goals going in down the leagues. Cove Rangers 1, Queen's Park 0, Rory McAllister mm-hmm. are both 0. Dunfermline 1. They could do with a win there. Kevin O'Hara and Man City 0. Crystal Palace 1, Wilfred have, Zaha. Have they had a, a win yet, Dunfermline? No. Wow. Six, draws, the six yep. draws in their last seven matches. Only, the only SPFL team in the entire SPFL Yeah, team I did my stats earlier on. Did you hear it on Beat the Pundit the other night? <laughs> Thursday <laughs> no, night, it, 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 it. <laughs> it was on Thursday night's Beat the Pundit. No. Oh, come no, on, Bob. Come no, on. He's having a bad time. He's having a bad time. You're still top of the tree, but I think I think you've done well this year. Yeah, I think. Oh dear, right, we, any goals going in yet? Anything happening at Celtic Park? Nah, Celtic started pretty well. Gordon are on the front foot, eight minutes in. They haven't worked the goalkeeper as yet, but you know you can see that they're uh, playing with plenty of confidence. Time to get Kyogo on yet? Here, <laughs> panic. <laughs> well, he should have been on five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think uh, Ange Postecoglou, I think, will be happy with how his team started. The one thing you've got to say when they they get them into the wide areas, the ball into the wide areas, very quick. Celtic Jota one side, a bad on the next side, and. Uh, and plenty of balls into the box. I think Jack and Marcus will enjoy that. You know, knowing when it goes wide, it's going to come in. He's had a few opportunities so far, just nothing clear cut at the minute. Uh, yeah, no goals to tell you about in the Premiership. We've got that first half teaser up and running, so please get your answers in. And if you want to forget all about the football, head over to Twitter at Clyde SSB, and you can indeed see Hugh Evans uh, bearing an uncanny resemblance to player 001 from Squid Game. We've got him dressed up for Halloween. He's a good sport as always. He's swapped the cardigan for the tracksuit and he looks better than ever. I just hope he forgets to take it off. Can you imagine, right? <laughs> imagine going into Asda tonight, pick up your, your wine or your beer, whatever you're doing on your Saturday night, and you turn and you see him. 
Shuffling up the aisle <laughs> In the full zero zero one tracksuit Oh Honestly I've, I've just pictured the guy It's already done his carry out And then he actually spots him <laughs> Yeah exactly <laughs> I think that's more worrying That is more worrying Looking well Hugh I think you should wear a tracksuit top They're more, more often Tracksuits are roast. Roast. That actually did suit you Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, I, think, yeah, I, think I think you look the part Is that a lovely ball. What a lovely ball by Ralston He's just put it round the face And you have to say The, the right back I think it was uh, Who's the right back? Devlin I think he's Devlin, done very yeah. well Yeah he's coped with it very well And uh, managed to put it away from David That's what I was just saying there Alex. So we're, we're 10 minutes in Ralston's already flashed Two across the face That one was a very good cross And at least Jakimakis Knows that that ball's going to come in And even when you look at Kyogo And the goals that he has scored A lot of them You know They work it into that wide area And it's flashed across the face And he's obviously in the right place At the right time To tuck it in It's a real you know, ploy from Ange Postacoglu how he wants his teams to play. You know, getting it wide early, getting into those creative guys, Turnbull and Rogic and whoever else is playing in there, McGregor today, getting it wide and getting it across the face. And if you're a striker, that's that's what you thrive off of. You don't want to keep making those runs in a check and back out and across the midfield. At least, you know, it's coming in. And if Celtic keep doing that this afternoon, no doubt the big man will get a goal. Do, do you know the thing that's been fairly evident to me, you haven't watched Celtic over the last few weeks? Under Brendan Rodgers You used to get The wingers Would come in laterally And you'd get a little threaded Because everyone was Defending narrow And you get the wingers Coming in laterally And then they just play The little 45 balls in And then they're squaring the ball And they've got tap ins Into an empty net So they've clearly been working on Breaking down uh, The low block Well you heard uh, Marvin Bartley On the, the, the programme Last night Talking Hold about Hold on please We've got one of these Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com and it's a goal for Dundee They got wow. soundly beaten the other night It's now St Mirren nil Dundee is 1 Max man? Anderson It is not oh. hairband man It's Max Anderson on 11 minutes St Mirren nil Dundee 1 And Dunfermline are 2 nil up At our wow. At Kevin O'Hara um, Our growth had a magnificent result mm. midweek They beat Inverness Cali Thistle The top team in Inverness And now they're 2 down at home To a team that hasn't got a win I think season. that could be a coupon buster Rovers 1 Air Mill <laughs> Ethan Ross Hugh You get a lot of stick for your bad predictions Do you know who I think is worse? Him who? Wilson Every week I can tell oh. by the look in his face He was banking on our growth uh, On his coupon <laughs> this afternoon What's the odds in that? Literally what is the odds in that? Because You know A couple of pounds here and there Nothing Nothing substantial Yeah but you look at that fixture And you look at Dunfermline you The look only at the team in the entire SPFL bro- without a win <laughs> Our both are flying yeah. at home And they're 2-0 down oh, That's a day over Rip it up No give it It's, it's all uh, added Soon, yeah. Long way to go Especially yes. up there In the wind and the rain You think they're scoring I've no three times Yeah I've no idea what like, the weather is But uh, it's usually windy and rainy up there I think that both Can get back into the game Before half time <laughs> I think they will win it There you go Or they'll get a point the great prediction well, <laughs> The winner draw <laughs> Yeah Or they'll lose Rafe uh, Rovers ahead against the air That's a good uh, start for uh, John McGlynn's boys Absolutely Still all Celtic is it At Celtic yeah, Park Yeah completely um, You know Yota's running a mock But there's no end product to it all uh, And it's time Kyogo was on That <laughs> <laughs> was another great ball Across the face there And Jack is oh. Coming to head it in But Livingston defender Might have been Obalaye Brilliant defensive header Right in his six yard line and that's that's what they're there to do. I mean, when I went and seen the the game at the Tony Macaroni Stadium, and Celtic put ball after ball into the box, the Livy centre halves were terrific that day. You know, just big and strong and did their job. No, no frills. 
They're going to have to be like that this afternoon. Dundee have almost got a second. McGowan cutting it back to Anderson. The shot was scrambled away oh, by McCarthy oh, on the line. Our bro has pulled one back. God, the hell in the smokies. Uh, Thomas O'Brien. Extend the credit for What did I just say two seconds yeah, ago? I know you did, but you can't take credit already. Of course I'm taking credit. Because I know that if Broth get back into the game, we've all been there. How difficult wow, it look is! Look at that result in England, Gordon. Yeah, I told you about it ten minutes ago. Thanks yeah, for listening. Yeah, well, tuned <laughs> I was in, too busy listening yeah. to the real guys. The guys with the knowledge. Man, I'm too busy no. looking at that photograph. Crystal Palace one. I am. I can't take my eyes off Twitter. Actually, I don't care what happens in this <laughs> afternoon. I want to look at Hugh Evans dressed up as player 001 <laughs> Oh, there we go. Fuzzy Bear, he's got he's got the full Adams SSB family. He says Mark Chilson, Witches Brew Keefins, <laughs> Gordon D. Hell. Oh, I like that one. Uh, Gordon Pumpkin and Alec Grave. Yeah, that's, that's a good effort. Like, no? That's Silence Tumbleweed from yeah, you. It's not bad. Not I bad. Think that's decent. I think that's mm. fine. Okay. I think uh, he needs to get out a wee bit more of that boy. Uh, I'm off my nut says not not that's not an admission that's someone's Twitter name uh, Willie Pettigrew was scary can't have that not not absolutely not, not allowing that legend. To, you remember the Opanini stickers back in the days boys yeah. oh, Willie, you, you, you used to always get Willie Pettigrew I used to go in the supporters bus the Willie Pettigrew supporters bus where did that come out of then Dazzler yeah, Motherwell sounds entirely made up <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I must admit <laughs> Craig Meekle says that Jim Layton was scary Terry Butcher Terry Butcher with that photo With a headband yeah. on with a blonde yeah, And then he was he was one of my first coaches At Dundee United Was he? He was a youth team coach at Dundee United I didn't know that Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he just came back uh, up the road I think oh, so, ju- so before he was Motherwell manager yeah, yeah 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 so he worked with Morris Malpass there and I think that's where they of made course, the connection yeah, yeah. so he was my first youth team coach and you know the picture I seen him and all his you know the reputation and then walking in and seeing how he handled the youth team players was uh, yeah scary it was allowed in the days though eh you know when you're talking about the the youth players now they used to get a wee bit of grief off. I'd be with Stan Anderson, a guy when I was a boy, he was scared. Yeah, yeah. Eye. You remember Stan? I, I, is he scary? I, I, was he the TV oh, one of Scottish football's scariest figures? I, yeah. I never ever in all the years I worked with Stan, I didn't know if he had hands. They were always <laughs> in his pocket. <laughs> but he just... oh, hold on, there's a big goal. Do you know what? It's only usually the Premiership, but this is getting one, Hugh. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com It's the Bankies, Elgin City nil, Clyde Bank 1, Liam McGonigal The man who came on and changed the game the other night In the initial tie, up there in the replay And the Bankies are in front of Elgin Wow, there's never any doubt Never <laughs> We just toyed with them for a while at uh, Home Park during the week And then the boys felt like a wee day out And the boys and girls from Clyde Bank went up to join them Lots of buses going to Elgin uh, is Elgin in Scotland? Is it? <laughs> well, uh, well, Gordon, Gordon Moff is my neighbour. Yeah, the bank manager. Yeah, and he's he's, he's had to make the long. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she was due yesterday, and uh, yeah, nothing happened. And uh, I, I just seen her this afternoon before I was coming in here. She's in her way to hospital. And <laughs> saying that Are you allowed to hopes... tell this story? Yeah, just uh, before we uh, uh, too late. Oh, so right, great. And it's your boy. She hopes it Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. <laughs> so she was just saying that she hopes that he, he makes it down the road in time. It's an awful long journey, yeah. So named a big that, day for him. Imagine it was named Hugh or something <laughs> on the back of this. Yeah. I came in and did an episode of uh, of this show whilst yeah. my wife was in labour. Really? I just no. didn't tell you that at the time. I kept that my cards close to my chest in December. It was a bit of a weird time, yeah. So. Oh wow. So the sun. So Sunday what night. Did she think of that? Ah, she was fine with it It was her idea mm. She wanted rid of me So Sunday night During the night Get the tap on the shoulder 
My waters are broken They go to hospital Up to the hospital They're saying mm, The usual Without going into any great detail You're not far enough along go, Just go back up the road People have been through this before Come back up the road uh, Go back up the road And come back when you're When you're further down the road And So Monday comes round And we're just sitting And she, I said It's four o'clock How are you feeling? You've not Ah fine just, just you go to work and so I, I came and was just very nervous the full time. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh, the two hours and I like that. Was that on one of the things that kind of partners say? Just you go to work to no, see your no, reaction. No, 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 no. It was because she wasn't, wasn't born for about a day after. That was a long labour. Need the money. Prams not going to pay for itself, you know. The mortgages do. You get out there. Have you ever watched any of your children being born? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I missed the first two and went in. You missed them? Yeah. Where were you? It was a bit too awkward. He means it was somewhere he should have so yeah. I, went, I went in to see Child C being born. And, <laughs> I, I, and I was. Zero, zero, three. I was told I was told by the lady who was having the baby to get out, except that wasn't the the expression she used. There's a couple of other words in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that was. It was changed days back then, too. Right it changed days back then. Uh, well, where's my youngest? My youngest is forty now, so uh, a while ago. But yeah. I, I, have you ever seen you putting yourself in such a hole there? Um, where were me? you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I was oh, he's there. He's He's yeah. just too no, squeamish. He, he knows where he was. That's the thing. I was perfectly willing, but uh, the third child—that was the end of it. Because I was, I went in, and I was willing to put up with the inconvenience. But I was. Too... <laughs> <laughs> you, you weren't in Albion Street by any chance, were you? No, 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 no. Well, no. anyway, we wish uh, Gordon Moffat all the best and Clyde Banks. Yeah. This show, you just yeah. never know where this show's going to go on a Saturday. Kilmarnock one, Queen of the wow. South nil. Ollie Shaw with the goal there they are top of the championship yes. remember going into today uh, the most one sided game yeah. you'll ever see at Celtic Park with 20 minutes in now absolutely one sided Joe Hart his uh, odd kick for a corner for Livy apart has had absolutely nothing to do but Celtic do not have the guile to break down Livy Goal Flashes with AspireGlasgow.com Dundee United Nil oh. St Johnston One It's uh, Yes there, there we go Dundee United have been in great form But it is the Saints That have taken the lead Callum Davidson side Clearly you can never write them off After what they achieved last season And it is the visiting side That's taken the lead At Tannadice So St Johnston Are one goal to the good It was Ali Crawford On 17 minutes and uh, Callum Davidson will be delighted with that Scotland fans should be delighted with this Shea Adams has put Southampton one up at Watford What about that St Johnston goal though? Yeah, I said I was the only one in the studio that tipped him I know there's still a long way to go Of course uh, I just think St, uh, Dundee United have had a terrific start this season They're a team that for me Will be a little bit like Hibs They'll bottom down And I just feel against a good St Johnston team today They're firm favourites to win it I think St Johnston can get something there and you're talking about Adams again what about Dykes' goal last night for QPR as well mm. so he's suspended unfortunately yeah, isn't he, but, for the but still game. he's still scoring goals and when he's ready to come back Gordon he'll be a big player I for think us. he also left the game in a protective boot though I think worryingly yeah, sure yeah, I saw a picture this morning uh, is it just yeah, precaution yeah yeah I spoke to him um, on Scottish football's scariest characters hold on Celtic on the attack but the keeper saves that one uh, Shmi says Billy Elmogeny scary because he was always liable to start a fight and scarily bad at defending <laughs> says Shmi 
Fair enough. That's a good description, actually. You and I were there working that day at yeah, Park. Yeah, that was, was, uh, uh, well, was, yeah. was quite some. He, he left his mark on one or two that day. He certainly did. Um, any more for Scottish football's scariest figures, or if you want to just see Hugh Evans dressed as Player 001, <laughs> or the rest of the guy. What a Halloween content we are providing for you on Twitter. Uh, the rest of the guys done up as the Adams family as well. Uh, you can head over there and uh, check that out. So the only goal in the top flight is that St Johnston goal. At Dundee United Nothing Aberdeen Hearts Nothing St Mirren Dundee And it is Unbelievable One way traffic At Celtic Park But n- nothing Really clear cut mark Nothing to suggest that um, You know it's not Not like um, Celtic are Completely Peppering the goal But in terms of possession And territory And all that stuff yeah. It's one way I don't think the goalkeeper The Livy goalkeeper Has had much to do really he just caught an Anthony Ralston crosser But you've seen how difficult it is Ralston does very well to get to the byline But he's got two Livy players You know Trying to stop that cross Livy working incredibly hard Five across the back I mean the caller last night I wonder what he's You're not going to be happy I wonder what he's thinking just now <laughs> Because You can clearly see You know Well drilled Livy defence And it's up to Celtic Like you says To have the guile to break that down yeah. um, so It'll be nothing each Until Kyogo gets one <laughs> uh, uh, Hugh uh, give us your First half teaser please We'll do some of the wrong answers Yeah I need ten names here The last five players From Celtic and Rangers To play a league game And have the letter Z In their surname uh, Okay let's take a look At some of the wrong answers I'm trying to find the most uh, popular wrong ones Because there are There are loads I must admit Martin Stanton Has got a couple of Right ones But he's also gone for Pavel Brozek No For Celtic He is not in the last five um, he's, he's obviously he, well, he fulfills the rest of the, the criteria But he's not in the last five mm. um, What else have we got there In terms of wrong answers I mean Sideshow Bob just often some of the time frame So Alberts Letizzi for instance Hugh They're not anywhere no, near the time no, no, frame no. For for Rangers uh, Another one Is Sideshow Bob's gone for a Zoravsky But again That's out with isn't it Not so magic that answer What Out with the time mm-hmm. frame um, He was my banker there I thought yeah. The last five That's the important yeah. thing The last five yeah, the last five. five And it's surnames of course Just in case Lee Duncan has gone for Zheng Ji Oh, no, not in the not last there. five either no. What a goal he scored At Tynecastle one time You remember that Last game of the season Was it his one guy. and only it Might have been, have been Yeah Good good, uh, good player What an athlete mm. Great guy Do you and him have a, a lot in common uh, Well, uh, An un- unlikely friendship Yeah, yeah Who was the, unli- the unlikeliest friendship You struck up at Celtic Me uh, Don't I, say I, the was friends, I was friends with everyone. I was especially close to the physios Um. I don't know I got on quite well with everybody Because I know like Paddy McCourt was a good friend ah. of yours and so These are too obvious I'm looking for someone That I would just never have thought You would have Wait, Been I, mates I, I with I've gone well with Little Koki Mizuno Remember Koki? Seriously? Mizuno? Yeah, yeah What a <laughs> guy he was Now he was the opposite from Nakamura Nakamura very quiet Reserved You know Kid on He couldn't speak English And understood it But he knew when He could Koki was Just Want to be into everything Practical jokes, you know, hung about with like Aiden and stuff like that. Always up to mischief, and he was uh, he was a great little guy, great little player as well. But uh, just didn't get enough game time. But I go on with everybody, Gordon. I know you're a friendly yes, guy. I must I admit. Did ever invite him out to Cumbernauld for the night? No, he didn't. <laughs> don't think he might have enjoyed no. that. No. Remember, you invited me out to Cumbernauld. I did. Aye, aye. Yeah, eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Party's still going. <laughs> Liverpool are 2 0 up, Hugh, I'm afraid. The yeah, Seagulls are finding I, I, it tough. No I, shame in that, though, is no, there? No, no. I mean, the, the, if you're going to Man United and, and you're four up at half time, it kind of speaks to the quality that you have. You're absolutely right, Hugh. The quality that Liverpool possess yeah. it's incredible. And you, you look at uh, Mo Salah, unbelievable numbers he's producing at the moment. I thought Liverpool missed the chance to create a record score that would have <coughs> cost Ollie Solskjaer his job on the day uh, they, they uh, five nil, nothing up with 40 minutes to play and ten it finishes men. that way mm. 10 men as well Hugh yeah Klopp must go well, tonight's tonight's a big one for Ollie is it no I know he's got, said he's got a few games to go but Tonight against Tottenham And then he's got, shape. he's got Man City next weekend yeah. as well So you can't go easy on run. Yeah. Um, Johnny Alcatraz has gone scary players Umar Sadiq Because it's scary that Roma saw a player in him And even scarier that he's gone on to score plenty of goals And now be valued at 20 million plus Well fair play to him Maybe we just couldn't get the best out of him We barely knew him did we? Well you nah, mentioned Timu Puki. Timu Puki couldn't have hit a barn door When he played for Celtic And it went down to Norwich And he's been sensational uh, keep those coming in at Clyde SSB your answers to the first half teaser uh, there's actually there's a, a query for you Gordon I know, yeah. you, I know you hate these um, because you, you don't like you're obviously a big name you're a famous face yeah I know in, in, across Scotland particularly in the Motherwell area the west of Scotland you yeah. don't like it, that, that people keep an eye on you people spot you they, oh, no, they, they send stuff to me but this is a weird one I don't know if this is true right, right. Davy's been on Dev and he says he saw you le- like sort of sheepishly walking around the Ravens Craig at six o'clock this morning and uh, then sheepishly leaving again. What what's that what's this is that was that you first of all? Uh, yeah, it was me actually. Um Seriously. Yeah, what? six o'clock this morning. Six o'clock, yeah. Dark um, though he says it was pitch black. It was, it was very, very dark indeed. Um, uh, you know, like it is, it's it's hard in the morning to get up, um, and <laughs> I ended, yeah, and ended up thinking, right, okay, I'm up now. So, so what time are you up? Five. F- about five past five, ten Jeez. past five. Um, the question would be, was he doing walking about Ravens Craig at that time? Exactly, mate. And I decided to go to the gym, Gordon, because obviously I'm on my health kick and looking great for it. And uh, got myself ready up in the car into Ravens Craig, where I'm a member of the gym. And I get to the door. And so, what time's a six? Five to six? six? About six, five past six, six around about right. that time. And I've does got the, a what pa- time does that? That gym doesn't open at that time. Well, I found that out this morning. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got a pair of shorts on as well, right? And it's freezing. Just I didn't have my tracky bottoms. I just I take my tracky bottoms with what me. What time does it open? Eight o'clock. <laughs> 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 oh dear! You but, were two hours early. Yeah, in the pitch black, probably pouring rain. No, it wasn't raining, but it was pitch black. And then when I when I was driving <laughs> into the rooms, Craig, and there's no lights oh, it's on, quiet thought, in here. <laughs> and the car park was empty. I'm thinking, well, I'm a bit dedicated, and uh, uh, unfortunately, it didn't open till eight. But a few birdies. Did you go back up at eight? Jump. I went back up at eight. Yeah. What did you do between six and eight? Um, I, I went for a full English um, <laughs> I went and seen my granddaughter And gave her her Halloween present Oh that was nice okay, I can't at take that At 6 in the morning yeah, Was she up at 6 in the morning as well no, Or did I you went... ring the doorbell And then wake her up Wraith Rovers 2 Air nil. Dario Zanata uh, With the goal there So that's a, a great start to the game there for Wraith uh, Rovers You have to say 
The caller last night won't be happy But Marvin Bartley and David Martindale's game plan Is is working a treat Yeah of course oh, Celtic have lots of the ball well, But they look very difficult to break down Well it helps when you leave the, the opposition Leave the best player out uh, So I repeat It will be nil-nil until Kyogo Furuhashi gets on the park The, mm. the other fella would be as well Putting on my 0-0-1 tracksuit I know he's good at finding space Furuhashi and, and Hugh may well be proven to be right As time goes on but there's not a lot of space there for not anyone yeah. Livy are doing a great job Well when you look at the way Kyogo plays You know he comes to the ball And he, he darts in behind Livy are playing that deep There's not much room to dart in behind any anybody And I think You know Ange Postacoglu obviously realised that His coaching team realised the way he's going to be today So they went for Jackie Marcus Somebody who's got a more physical presence in the box And you can see the amount of crosses Celtic are, are trying to flash across the front But Got to give credit to those but, three Levy centre halves. Mark, if he has a physical presence, uh, is there any chance of seeing it? Well, the the ball has to be right. Yeah. I mean, the the best one I thought was Jota's one that he stood up, but I thought Obalai. I think it was Obalai who hit that way. Yeah. So that's the only one he's really had to attack. Ralston's got a touchline a couple of times, couple into the goalkeeper's hands. So the delivery has to be much better. There's a problem here for Livingston. I think it's Devlin's going down. He looks as if he's stretching out his hamstring. That would be a concern for David Martindale. Uh, yeah, that would be a blow for sure. Captain Nicky Devlin down there and he looks in a yeah, good bit of discomfort, doesn't he? And the hamstring. Oh, yeah. Hammy. Yep. yeah, I was looking me this morning, Ravens Craig. It just a bit tight there. Um I, I I've got to say that you, you expect uh, Livingston to come be very, you know, defensive and digging in there. They're well organised. I know that the results haven't been great. 30 odd minutes on the clock you've got to give guys a bit of time I think a big substitution today and I'm delighted to see him when he comes on will be James Forrest I think he brings so much to Celtic Aberdeen had a good chance a few moments ago it was Hedges uh, sent through Gordon in the Hearts goal as he does so often saving well this time with his legs we've only got one person on the podium for that teaser so there's only one pair or two now so we're still one spot available looking for all ten names remind us of the question Hugh name the last five players from Celtic and Rangers to play a league game and have the letter Z in their surname the last five surnames only so remember it's ten in total Um, now Dan Twardzik just misses out for Celtic I'm afraid Chris Charles He's not on your list Can Is it you? No, no he's not um, Some people are throwing Like the odd name in there Which is absolutely fine But obviously to get on the podium You need all ten uh, Woody says Again Alberts Avaladza But these are both Just a little bit off In the, the time frame Yes Hugh Yeah well off I mean James has thrown in names Like Robert Pritz Way no, off in way, the time way, It's way the off. last five From each side So That's keep fine. them coming in these two are fine It's ridiculous uh, Good one I like it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm writing a name down On a piece of paper He's watching me My pen go And I'm pointing to Alex Alex yes That's that Good one And he's mistook it For the one above, above That he's got already But you watch The ink Come out my pen Writing that one I, I don't understand How you can get that mixed up well, I think it's just a matter an early of time. start this morning Gordon, ah. I actually think it's just a matter of time Before uh, one of these defenders switch off uh, As they're coming together He has a lovely ball into the box by Turnbull Just stands it up to the back post Yakimatis is challenging for it But he comes through the back of Devlin and Devlin again Jota. He's yeah. in the wars Yeah, but it's a um, lovely ball This is great matters You know, you just want it stood up Because he's nice and narrow 
you could have done with Giacomacchi's coming in where Jota yeah. was there you know the opposite effect uh, where he gets a bit of momentum and up in Devlin but he just misses out dead. Oh, it looks like a bit of trouble he's oh, got in there. Oh, oh, well, the sun doesn't shine. Oh, look at that willow yeah, there. That, no, they, nice. Do you know what the worst thing about that is? Ex footballers always laugh Everybody when someone laughs, else gets yeah. it in that part, the particular part of the body. Everybody laughs, yeah. Oh, look. So, still waiting on the goal oh, scoring oh. chances to oh, open oh. up. 3 0 Liverpool. Oh, dear. Oh, Sido Manny. Uh, he's he's flying the seagulls are not Burnley two up on Brentford. I'm quite surprised there. Brentford have been going well, haven't they? Yeah, the absolutely. Yeah, Gordon, you know when you uh, talk about goodbyes and you talk about getting value for money, the boy Manny for twenty million pounds is sensational. Mm. Oh, so VR, you're still oh. in the game. Oh, yeah, right. just just caught a glimpse of David Martindale again. Did uh, Marvin give any in, any insight into his his change wardrobe? Of this season Because, oh, because he went for the chinos Didn't he one week And he smart ditched and them and Today he's, he's very smart again But it used to be the, the you, you would see him with a tracksuit Or specifically the shorts Like Daz is yeah, sporting yeah, these yeah. days I yeah. take it he's, he's appealed The red card no, midweek No maybe it, just don't Because it was a midweek game I'm, I'm trying to remember The time frame Maybe that it doesn't kick in yet um, Yeah because he's clearly In the dugout yeah, This, this yeah. afternoon So um, Marvin Bartley out there Barking the orders After being in last night I must admit though Hugh Seriously The guy had the cheek Marvin Bartley To send me a message At 11 o'clock this morning Complaining of an answer On the full time teaser last night yeah, And what's did. worse He was wrong yeah. And we were right Obviously That goes without saying um, But I said to him For goodness sake Take your And maybe put it a bit less polite than that Have you not got a game to focus on? Have you not got a game plan uh, To come and open up And be free flowing And attacking And give Robbie on the line? Um, his wishes But clearly What was the question He was uh, contesting It was the uh, X amount of Scotsmen oh. Oh, Or both Have equalised oh. Against them Fairly oh. <laughs> Michael McKenna With the goal uh, It was X amount of Scotsmen Since 2018 Who've scored Top flight hat-tricks In Scotland And Kenny Miller Was on the list He was di- Disputing whether Kenny Miller Should have been on the list But He was wrong yeah. And we were right So uh, There we go 36 minutes gone Celtic nil. Livingston nil, uh, St Mirren nil, Dundee one, and Dundee United nil, St Johnston one as well. You have to say, Gordon, this is going to be some shift. You know, you've got what, just short of an hour to go. The the work rate that Livingston's putting in is incredible because all they're doing is chasing shadows at the moment. Mm. But yeah. the shadows aren't creating any chances, though. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> said the long, it's a long hour, Shug. Believe me, when well. you're a shadow and you're chasing a ball. <laughs> You ever been a shadow? <laughs> zero zero one. Cliff Richard in the shadows. <laughs> Is everyone finished Squid Game now that Gordon Deal ruined it for the no, full I country? Even All right, okay. It, so I'll we'll just leave no, it. No, no, don't, no, don't start. You you see, I can see the way you're looking at me there. No, 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 no. I, 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 I would never ruin it for anyone apart from zero zero one. <laughs> he get done. So you, you know that Hughes no he's longer the there. Yes, he's fine, but. Uh, I think the Celtic have realised that we need to be patient this afternoon, Gordon. Livingston are well drilled. They'll make it difficult. There are guys there that'll throw their body on the line to stop the balls. and They just need to use the width of Celtic part. And I'm with Alec. We've been there. It's a long time running chasing a, a, a ball. The events tire. Lack of concentration. The quality. Celtic will win this game this afternoon. <laughs> sounded like a dogger. 
It's a long time running about chasing a ball. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> you get tired. <laughs> no, 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 Ooh, was that near Beaton in there or was that no it was he... yeah, why... I was, was just confused him, yeah. as to why he was so far forward I, uh. I, I was going to say just a moment ago that you know Celtic are going uh, wide you know side to side but that was actually probably, a big chance wasn't it if yeah you need to vary it a wee bit yeah get a midfielder running beyond and maybe pick a, pick a pass through and almost got to near Beaton just went under his foot it was a great Great pass, great spot. Was it Turnbull? At he was, a, he was in a bit of space as well in the box, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think that's what they need just to vary things a wee bit. Yeah, I mean, Celtic are probing away. Morton nil, Hamilton Aki's won. Lewis Smith with the goal as one deflects up into the air at Celtic Park and the keeper comes and gets it. So Lewis Smith has them in front. Burnley now three up at home to Brentford. So that's uh, quite the afternoon. That could be a big goal for the Aki's because they're really struggling at the moment. So. Good to see young Lewis Smith getting amongst the goals. There we go. He never disappoints this guy. So Curious Creatures is on. If scary's what you're after on the night of Halloween, there's the famous Ravens Craig Creeper claiming what a player he's been. His so- his socks hang from his tootsies as he strolls about your street. Then a sinister wee whisper It's the Dazzler Trick or treat That's <laughs> 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 a belter Yeah Yeah, oh, oh, yeah that is good East 5-1 Dumbarton nil. Liam Newton with the goal For the first time In a long time Livy are up the pitch Hugh I think they've got a corner kick right. Corner kick Off another Joe Hart kick Uh so he's got feet like a throttling bit. I know that's the strangest pass I've ever seen a goalkeeper try to make. It's passed back to him. He's, he's almost on his goal line and he tries to reverse chip the pass back to, was it Starfield, whose momentum had took him off the pitch and he gets it all wrong. He ends up chipping that over Starfield's head. Ah, we've all been there. Uh, oh, a weird one. Yeah. Uh, Celtic could have. Um, Broken up the park there A really good challenge from Livy Because if that one wasn't timed right yeah. Celtic were away They had bodies flying forward um, But as we've seen all afternoon Livy are defending yeah. resolutely Five minutes till the break I think it was Devlin Who made the interception It was timely as well Gordon Because the, 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 the pace in which Celtic broke From the Joe Hart punch uh, Was impressive So it was much needed Well I cannot see a goal in this half So <laughs> it's for What about the next one? Uh, once Kyogo comes on Yes I think Livingston would be delighted to get in if they got in 0-0 oh. they've obviously been under a bit of pressure goalkeepers haven't a lot to do but Celtic have a dollar possession well, Celtic go relatively close here. header over from Carl Starfelt so originally a foul out on the near side free kick to Celtic whipped in and Carl Starfelt comes close headering over the bar yeah it's coming in from Turnbull Willow as we saw twice yeah, the other night early on he's yeah. traffic you know he's got good variation he can clip it he can wrap it round the face and he just stands it up to uh, Starfelt good opportunity they, they've got better in both boxes Celtic at set pieces Turnbull was there last year he, his delivery is never in question but it's, it's how they attack it now you know with real aggression at either side we've seen it midweek we've seen it earlier on this season and even in the defensive box Celtic seem to be a you lot can, you can always do better but it's probably no more than a half chance is it yeah, Alex? Yeah I would say it's a half chance Gordon uh, it just falls over the top I think he's actually obscured by one of the players that, I'm not exactly sure who it was a Celtic teammate, player isn't he yeah. goes up first comes to him quietly and he can't get his neck round it to get if you were a living goalkeeper you'd be disappointed if you lost that well, it's a good ball in it's a decent enough header but 
I think the goalkeeper Ooh. had that covered. This is where um, it's, oh Hugh, Seagulls, Seagulls. back in it. Liverpool ah. two, Brighton one. This is where you know, Mark, you can always talk about um, you know, shots on target. People say, oh, we, we haven't had any shots on target, and it doesn't always tell the full story. That miscontrol from near Beaton, we've just seen it back. It's a huge chance. Now, it'll sure, never yeah. go down as. As a shot on target or anything But he's somehow found A huge pocket of space In the penalty box Yeah It's a simple pass into him yeah. And he lets it roll under his feet Yep Celtic haven't had that enough You know a midfielder breaking through They found that gap Great way to pass from Abada And he, I can only assume He takes his eye off the ball And it slips under his foot But if he gets that First touch right He's in acres of space To get a free shot So opportunity missed The final cross comes in And strike yeah, cool. holds it But how well does Jota do Alex He's got two oh. Two for company The full way down the line He keeps going Keeps going Checks back Jinks inside Keeps the ball And sets up the cross Which doesn't yeah. come to anything In the end But he does well Yeah you have to say I think it's Devlin And uh, the midfielder Were doubling up They're petrified Gordon They're scared to dip a toe And he just jukes inside Lays it back to Juranovic And it was a poor cross In the end really It was flat And it was into the goalkeeper's arms you need a little bit better quality from that wider area. Still waiting as well, remember, on Aberdeen Hearts yeah. also. Game of the day, uh, I said as well. Yeah. Not much happening there. Bob McHugh's equalised for Queen's Park. Cove he Bob one. scores a few, doesn't he? He does indeed. Cove one, Queen's pops Park up again. one. Uh, Hugh, let's mm-hmm. round this off, shall mm. we? Well, we've still got the chance. The first half teaser. With Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. I asked you to name the last five players from Celtic and Rangers to play a league game and have the letter Z in their surname. They are, for Celtic, Connor Hazard, yes. Daniel Arzani, Emilio Izaguiri, Lucas Zaluska and Colin Kazim Richards. For Rangers, Bongani Zungo, yes. Eros Gresda, Gedeon Zeralem, Marius Zaliukas, and Fran Sandaza. Well done if you got all of them. That was some effort. Some really tough names on there. You had to get all ten, remember. So even if you didn't, thank you very much for taking part. We appreciate you uh, taking the time. Good low save by Stryek to deny Anthony Ralston. Celtic getting closer. Um, right, let's get the winners of that first half teaser. Third place, Michael Smith. Well done, Michael. Second place, I need your Mikey. And the winner of that first half teaser is Fluffy Basket on Twitter. <laughs> well done, so there Fluffy. we go. Well done, there couldn't Mr. have been a Fluffy. lot today, Gordon. That was very difficult. Yeah, you had to go ten. Um, Mark Wilson, did you ever see uh, oversee this type of drama? Seven goals in the Brecon v Strathspey Thistle match in the first forty minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I quite often <laughs> for the opposition. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't score many of them. Yeah, it's four three to Brecon after thirty eight minutes. That sounds a thriller. Good to see that they've tightened up the back line since I left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you do a bit of shape with him? That <laughs> <laughs> was in midweek. Ralston, Ralston's shot was going and it beat the goalkeeper. I was going to say, was it cleared off the line yeah. or did the, keep, did the keeper get the final it's touch? A, head, a header off the line. So yeah, it's good defending here. Four goals he scored this season, Anthony Ralston. That, that might very well have been number five. Or both two, Dunfermline two at half time. So you called it, Gordon DL, the comeback uh, was on. Can we get the winner, Dazzler? Yeah, I think Abroth will go and win that. There you go. Here's It just piles more pressure onto Granny, doesn't it? You know, when you uh, when yeah, you're on you that oh type yeah. of run. Yeah. 
Oh, another another a great opportunity, wow. yeah, for Celtic. For defending there. Yeah, I, I was almost like the near beat on one where it slipped through this time. A bad eye gets his touch right, but he's a wee bit further out, just about 18 yards out. Shot may have penalty hearts right Ooh. on the stroke of half time. How important could this be? Joe Lewis took down Josh Ginelli. We know he's quick. Who's taking it, Gordon? That's uh, what I want. Who is going to take it? That is the question. He's not playing, is he? Who? Boyce, Boyce? is not playing, no, is he? I don't think so. Um, can we get Halliday off the bench? Other contender would be. He's taking a couple before. Yeah. Um, who is it going to be? I'm not sure yet, but we'll find out if it hits the back of the net. Uh, it is half time Celtic Park by the way We'll go there very soon But let's stay with this penalty John Souter I think going to take Suter. it Oh I was going to say that He's got a lovely right foot You have to say You look at the way he stuck one in the top corner He'll score he that yeah. Oh all day long Came mm. close a couple of times the other night Press the buzzer uh, Against St Johnston Press as the well before he's took it Waiting, waiting, waiting Tense wait Good up time to get a goal as well yeah, Changes would be a, a great time the team talk the team talk Good takes on a, of the ball We had one of the director of football of Hearts on the other day Saying they should be competing for the league yeah, Rather so that, Here he goes, John Suter Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com And he scores Aberdeen nil. Hearts won on the stroke of half time It is half time at Celtic Park Andrew McLean Yes, yeah, Celtic nil, Livingston nil. the half-time score so far. The home side completely dominant in this one, but just can't find the opening goal. Ange Postacoglu's side, they've unsurprisingly had all of the ball, but even touches inside the Livingston box, never mind chances, were uh, hard to come by in the opening stages of the game. A lot of the play had been going out wide, getting crosses into the box. A good few deliveries from Anthony Ralston that no one could get on the end of. Similar results for Abada and Jota from their efforts as well. You have to give credit to Max Stryek and Livingston's three central defenders. Most of the crosses into the box have either been caught by the goalkeeper or headed away. Near Buton did squander a good opening by letting the ball slip under his foot in the box. Carol Starfelt headed over from a David Turnbull free kick and not far before half-time, Anthony Ralston's left-footed effort looked to be going in but it was cleared off the line. It'll really be a case of how long Livingston can hold out for. They've been tough to break down a lot of the half but haven't really offered anything at the other end at all and how long will it take for Ange Postacoglu to turn to his bench with the likes of Kyogo, Forrest and Mikey Johnson all available. The half-time score at Celtic Park is Celtic nil, Livingston nil. It's also half-time at St Mirren, I think. Fraser Wishart. It is, St Mirren nil, Dundee won a really good open game here. James McPate will be delighted, lost five in midweek but they've been strong at the back and a threat up front with an 11th minute Max Anderson goal having his side deservedly ahead. A minute before that goal, St Mirren could have been ahead on 10. Conor Ronan with a free kick to the back post. In came Marcus Fraser, powerful header, pushed away high to his right by Adam Legkins for a corner. And one minute later came that opener. Charlie Adam with one of his crosses into the box caused problems. Wasn't cleared by St Mirren defence. Young Max Anderson onto the ball first. And a loose ball with a low left foot shot past Anik into the corner of the net. Almost two immediately. Paul McGowan did well on the left-hand side. Got to Bailey's cut back. Just couldn't be forced home by a combination of Anderson and McMullen was scrambled away by Connor McCarthy. At the other end, McCarthy missed a really good chance to equalise. Ronan again involved. Connor whipped into the back post and in came McCarthy. His header was inches wide, but I thought he should really have hit the target. Scott Tanzo then hit the bar. An in-swing corner it was really awkward, high, and it was missed by Legends and hit the top of the bar and over. But other than that, 
Saints had a spell with the ball, but really struggling to create any chances. At the other end, Dundee still a threat, defending well, hitting on the break. Paul McMullen did really well to create space on the edge of the box, and he was stopped from scoring by a brilliant block by Marcus Fraser. Really excellent first 30 minutes, tempo and quality just dropped a wee bit towards half-time. The game became scrappy, Brophy and Main not getting any real decent service, just scraps, long balls in behind, they were chasing it, couldn't get any change out of Ashcroft and Sweeney, and the closest we came to another goal was at the other end, Luke McCowan on the left-hand side, testing Anik with a low shot, it was straight at the goalkeeper, good hit by the winger. Jim Goodwin, I think, will be frustrated, plenty of the ball, but no threat in the last third. Next goal, absolutely vital. St Mirren get it, game on. If Dundee get it, I can see them winning the three points here. Half-time here, St Mirren nil, Dundee one. What an end to the half at Pataudry, Dave Galloway. Aberdeen nil, Hearts won at the interval. Aberdeen started on the front foot. Watkins broke through only for Halkett to block his effort. Hearts enjoyed a bit of pressure. Janelli's dangerous cross was gathered by Lewis under pressure from Smith. But the Dons were looking the more dangerous team. Good work by Watkins set up Ferguson, who curled a shot just wide from outside the box. Then Ferguson sent Hedges through. However, Gordon saved well with his legs. A decent chance for the Jam Tarts as half-time beckoned and Nandwile supplied Janelli after a defensive lapse but from just inside the penalty area he blazed well over then in first half injury time Hart scored, Janelli was brought down by Lewis and Suter buried the resultant spot kick at the interval it's Aberdeen nil. Hearts 1 So interesting first half we'll get you the story of Dundee United St Johnston and a full round up of the half time scores next the fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime scores in the Scottish Premiership Aberdeen nil, Hearts 1 Celtic nil, Livingston nil, Dundee United nil, St Johnston 1 And St Mirren nil. Dundee 1 In the Championship are both 2 Dunfermline Athletic 2 Kilmarnock 1 Queen of the South 0 Morton 0 Hamilton Ackies 1 Partick Thistle 0 Inverness 0 And Wraith Rovers 2 Air United 0 In League 1 Alloa 1 Airdrionians 0 Clyde 0 Falkirk 1 Cove Rangers 1 Queen's Park 2 East Fife 1 Dumbarton 0 And Peterhead 0 Montrose nil In Scottish League 2 It's Annan nil Cowden Beath nil Kelty Hearts nil Stirling Albion nil And Stranraer 1 Forfar Athletic 1 A couple of Scottish Cup replays today Albion Rovers nil Brora Rangers nil And another one that might inv- um, Interest people in this part of the world Elgin City nil Clydebank 1 um, At the break Now I did say we had one more Halftime story to bring you Let's speak to Dale and find out what happened Between Dundee United and St Johnson Thank you Gordon, it's halftime here in Dundee And what has been an exciting game so far St Johnson dominated possession early Having a few shots, Chris Kane with the best early on After the ball from Glenn Middleton Saved by Benji Seacrest St Johnson then converted their early pressure Into the lead as Jando Fuchs was dominated Halfway in Dundee United's own half Ali Crawford latching on to the loose ball And slotting it into the bottom right hand corner From the edge of the box Both sides then had plenty chances after that Dundee United's best coming after Louis Apere dispossessed St Johnson wing back Michael O'Halloran cutting inside the box With a little bit of trickery And his shot then deflected out from a corner The corner's then taken into the box By Dylan Levitt And Ryan Edwards rises highest And almost has another goal for Dundee United But Xander Clark saves well And it heads over the bar Dundee United then have a spell of another three corners And continue to have a bit of possession Near the end of the half But it's now half time 
St Johnson 1, Dundee United now. And we'll get the second halves up and running next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 